Welcome to the November 2023 edition of GCM on the Go. This month's reading is brought to you by Ultimate Chemicals. Ultimate Chemicals is the number one chemical and services resource for natural gas compression. Based in Moore, Oklahoma, Ultimate Chemicals produces its products right here in the U.S. The company offers a wide range of products specifically designed for the natural gas industry, including its renowned badass degreaser and the number one cooler cleaner, CC300. Ultimate Chemicals offers the most complete line of cooling system flushes. Ultimate Chemicals has the first and only online store featuring all their products for sale directly from ultimatechemicals.com in sizes ranging from one gallon to a 250 gallon tote. Ultimate Chemicals provides several on-site and in-place services for external fin fans, internal chemical circulation, and a variety of custom-formulated chemical circulations for natural gas pipelines and gas plants. Visit ultimatechemicals.com to learn how Ultimate Chemicals can get your coolers clean while saving you time and money. That's ultimatechemicals.com. This episode is also sponsored by Kane's Rotating Machinery Dictionary. With more than 2,000 words and 200 illustrations, Kane's Rotating Machinery Dictionary is designed to help users quickly define and understand frequently used words within the rotating machinery industry. This resource is perfect for anyone needing to identify equipment, processes, and components. Learn more at canesdictionary.com. Now, on to the stories. Columbia Energy Storage Project Receives DOE Funding by Brent Haight. Alliant Energy has been selected for a grant of up to approximately $30 million from the U.S. Department of Energy's Office of Clean Energy Demonstrations for a proposed 200-megawatt-hour energy storage system. Alliant Energy's new battery system, known as the Columbia Energy Storage Project, will be the first of its kind in the United States. The project will deliver 10 hours of energy storage capacity by compressing carbon dioxide gas into a liquid. The company's proprietary technology is based on a closed thermodynamic transformation. When that energy is needed, the system converts the liquid CO2 back to a gas, which powers a turbine to create electricity. According to Alliant Energy, the zero-emissions closed-loop battery system can power approximately 20,000 homes. The company has developed standardized equipment, or BRICS, that can be combined to build a CO2 battery for different customer needs and applications. Charging power, compression, discharging power, expansion, and storage capacity can be configured independently within a range of standardized solutions to optimize the business plan of any specific project, the company said. The Columbia Energy Storage Project will be built in Pacific, Wisconsin, near the current Columbia Energy Center. Alliant Energy expects to submit project plans to the Wisconsin Public Service Commission in the first half of 2024. Pending approval, project construction could begin in 2025, with completion in 2026. Development of the Columbia Energy Storage Project is being led by Align Energy in partnership with WEC Energy Group, Madison Gas and Electric, Shell Global Solutions US, Electric Power Research Institute, UW-Madison, and Madison College. A Guide to Compressor Driver Selection, Electric Motor, Reciprocating Engine, and Dual Drive by Morgan Hendry. Some say electric motors are the best way to run compressors. Others swear by gas engines. Some applications do just fine using a gas engine, whereas others favor an electric drive. There are situations, too, that dictate greater flexibility that can come from a dual-drive approach. Let's look at the pros and cons of each of these options. Electric motor-driven compression. Here are some of the factors in favor of electric drive. Incentives. Electrification is very much in the spotlight. The vision is that all electricity can come from renewable sources that generate enough power for all energy needs. This dream has a long way to go, as shown during the summer of 2022 when the governor of California urged citizens not to charge their electric vehicles to keep the lights on in the Golden State. 
Nevertheless, electrification is favored in many states. There may be incentives to opt for an electric motor over a gas engine, mandates and emissions regulations making it more difficult to install a gas engine, or local preferences based on environmental considerations. Reduced emissions. The emissions picture gets a little complex. If emissions are purely measured at the location where the energy is delivered, then electric drive compressors come out ahead of natural gas engines. This is the way local air quality districts usually measure emissions and provides an obvious advantage to electric motors. They are powered by the grid and avoid complications and permitting related to NOx, carbon dioxide, and other exhaust emissions. Lower maintenance costs. Electric motors require anywhere from 10% to 20% less maintenance than gas engines. The savings can add up over the lifetime of the machine. Noise. Electric drives are quieter, approximately 70 dB, than gas engines, approximately 110 dB. Therefore, in locations where noise regulations are a factor, or there is proximity to residential areas, they are often the preferred choice. Reliability. Both driver types are reliable, but electric motors are generally more reliable over the long term by a percentage point or so. Capital cost. Fixed-speed motors cost less and are cheaper to install compared to engines, assuming that electric lines are nearby. The capital cost advantage of an electric motor ranges from 10% to 25%, depending on the size and configuration. However, this advantage is lost if a variable frequency drive is required to allow the motor to operate at variable speed, or if electrical lines need to be upgraded or added to a project. Those are some of the pluses for electric motor drive, but there are disadvantages too. Grid reliability. Grid reliability is a growing concern. Whether it is rolling blackouts in California during summer or disastrous grid failures during Texas winter storms, the grid isn't always something you can count on. According to the North American Electric Reliability Corporation, two-thirds of North America is at risk of power shortages during summer because of the extreme electricity demand during periods of spiking temperatures. The western United States, Texas, and the Carolinas face the greatest risk of rolling blackouts. All it takes is an extended heat dome, an unusually severe cold snap, wildfires, or extended periods of poor wind and solar output, and the grid can be placed under severe strain. Grid proximity. To make economic sense, electric-driven engines need to be installed near a reliable source of electric power. Erecting lengthy transmission lines and substations adds significant project costs. This also adds to lead times awaiting additional permitting and infrastructure construction. Price instability. The electric power market is often more volatile than the gas market, Utility rates for electricity are more subject to peak rate hikes and other fluctuations. For a 2,500 horsepower electric motor-driven compressor operating at full load, if the cost of electric energy doubles from $0.04 cents to $0.08 cents per kilowatt hour, the electric bill would go from $75 per hour to $150 per hour. For a gas engine drive only, assuming an engine fuel rate of 8,530 BTU, if the fuel cost goes from $3 to $6 per mmBTU, fuel costs would go from $48 per hour to $96 per hour. There are places in the United States today where the spread between peak and off-peak electricity rates is more than $0.15 cents per kilowatt hour. Natural gas engine-driven compression. Like their electric motor-driven cousins, there are pros and cons to using natural gas engines to run compressors. Reliability and availability. The United States has perhaps the best natural gas pipeline and supply network in the world. There are currently more than 300,000 miles of interstate and interstate pipelines, Gas is rarely far away. The network doesn't go down during a power cut unless the pipeline uses an electric motor drive. If natural gas is used to fuel pipeline compression, it takes free conditions to bring down the system, like what happened in Texas during the winter storm of 2021. The Texas blackout shut down electric compressors and natural gas compressing field, which reduced the supply of fuel available to run gas fire generating stations. 
The lack of gas being collected from the ground, coupled with record demand for heating, caused a drop in pipeline pressure. Such events, though, are rare. Price. Natural gas has been a cheaper option than grid electricity on average over the last 20 years, often by a large margin. Gas suffered price hikes throughout 2022 that changed the picture, but it has now settled back below $3 per million BTU. Natural gas doesn't suffer so much from the sudden surges in price that impact grid power. Viewed over the course of the last quarter of a century, there have been only two periods where gas averaged more than $4 per million BTU for a year. Those were at certain points between 2006 and 2009 and during 2022. Energy security. Over-reliance on electrification with no plan B means a power cut shuts down everything. Having pipelines operating on natural gas rather than relying on electric grid supply means gas can keep flowing, stoves and fires can continue to burn, and natural gas-based power stations can ramp up output. This is a key facet of energy security. Variable speed. The inherent variable speed capability of the gas engine allows the compressor to perform during a wide range of conditions. As mentioned, motors can be made to operate at variable speeds, but that can diminish their capital cost advantage. Of course, there are some disadvantages to natural gas drives. Operations and maintenance. These costs are usually higher for natural gas. As noted earlier, natural gas has higher maintenance costs on average, but the previous 2,500 horsepower example highlights the fuel running cost factor, which is in favor of natural gas over an electric motor. Emissions. As noted earlier, NOx and other emissions are a concern. Local regulations can make it difficult to receive approval for a natural gas drive or limit the number of hours a gas engine-driven compressor can be permitted to operate each year. Noise. Gas engines are noisier than electric motors, though reciprocating engines are available with features to minimize noise. Capital cost. Gas engines have higher capital costs than electric motors, with the gap being dependent on the size of the machine and its configuration. Dual drive compression. Clearly, there are sensible arguments in favor of electric-driven compression and counter-arguments for natural gas. This has given rise to the concept of dual-drive compression to maximize the advantages of each and minimize their shortcomings. Optimize energy and operating costs. Dual-drive systems can switch from gas to electric drive and back again. It is a good way to optimize energy costs and operating expenditures, maintain reliability, meet emissions targets easily, and offer ancillary services to the grid. In an era where grid reliability is under threat, an energy switching capability is becoming an operational necessity for some. Switching back and forth only takes about 30 seconds and be accomplished remotely. A company in Texas has a business model that takes advantage of dual drive economics as follows. For the cost of an additional 5,000 horsepower electric motor, variable frequency drive, clutch, flexible coupling between clutch and motor, and the additional length of base plate structure, about $1 million is incurred in additional capital costs. Because of energy and operating cost optimization, the payback occurs within about two years because of arbitrage of energy and time of day avoidance payments. This company will even provide the additional electric motor to create a dual drive in exchange for the right to trade the energy. Avoidance of oversizing. A typical dual drive compression system features a natural gas engine, an electric motor, and an overrunning clutch. Each of the drivers can power the compressor on its own. The clutch enables rapid switching from one to the other without loss of throughput. At times, both drivers can operate together to meet a rare but important operating condition that can't be handled by the engine alone. This feature avoids the expense of purchasing an oversized engine that is rarely used at its capability. An oversized engine could also use more fuel on average. Flexibility. The dual drive approach helps an operator take advantage of fluctuations in utility pricing markets while maintaining emissions flexibility and saving on maintenance. For example, if electricity rates surge or when peak price periods are about to kick in, 
The asynchronous self-shifting clutch allows the engine to start up and smoothly engage with the already running compressor. The breaker on the motor is then opened, and all the compressor load is handled by the engine. When electrical rates return to acceptable levels, the process is reversed. The electric motor takes over. A freewheeling clutch automatically engages and disengages a set of concentric gear teeth using helical spines on the input and output sides of the clutch and operates based on differences of speed. When the device connected to the output shaft of the clutch, in this case the compressor, is moving faster than the input side, or engine, the clutch disengages. When power is applied to the input side, however, and its speeds matches or tries to overtake the speed of the output side, then the clutch engages. The disadvantages of the dual-drive approach include initial costs. The implementation of a dual-drive approach adds to initial costs because two drivers are purchased and installed, not one. However, the return on investment can be rapid where electric price volatility is present, or peak rates make operation uneconomic at certain times. The operator avoids being locked into a single energy source. Daily or hourly fluctuations are responded to by activating the clutch to move from one driver to another. Adding an engine motor to a gas engine-based compressor to create a dual-drive system in the 2,000 to 5,000 horsepower range costs 25% to 30% more than an engine-only train. Emissions Violations In areas where emissions regulations are tight, the system would need to be set up to run most of the time on electricity. It would switch to gas only when prices are high or when the grid goes down. The operator would need to set enforceable runtime limits to ensure emissions targets are met. About the author, Morgan Hendry is president of SSS Clutch. He can be reached at engineering at sssclutch.com. Hydrogen Report. Salt Cavern Hydrogen Storage. Chevron Acquires Magnum Development by B. Henry Henderson. Chevron USA, through its Chevron New Energies division, has acquired Magnum Development LLC, giving Chevron a majority interest in ACES Delta LLC, a joint venture between Mitsubishi Power Americas and Magnum Development. ACES Delta is developing the Advanced Clean Energy Storage Hub, a large renewable energy project that will produce, store, and deliver green hydrogen to the western United States. Located in Delta, Utah, Advanced storage will use electrolysis to convert renewable energy into hydrogen that will be stored in two 4.5 million barrel salt caverns. Upon startup, the caverns will be capable of storing more than 300 gigawatt hours of dispatchable clean energy. As we continue to pursue lower carbon energy solutions, we are excited to move forward with this hydrogen project through our acquisition of Magnum Development and partnership with Mitsubishi Power to build on Chevron's 75-year history in Utah, said Austin Knight, Vice President of Hydrogen for Chevron New Energies. We seek to leverage the unique strengths of each partner to develop a large-scale hydrogen platform that provides affordable, reliable, ever-cleaner energy and helps our customers achieve their lower-carbon goals. Green Hydrogen Advanced storage will capture excess renewable energy, such as wind and solar, during off-peak hours to power electrolyzers that convert water molecules to green hydrogen and oxygen. In February 2022, Mitsubishi Power signed a purchase contract with Hydrogen Pro AS for an initial delivery of 40 electrolyzers. Representing one of the world's largest orders for electrolysis equipment, the Advanced Storage Hub will nearly double the global installed capacity for electrolysis. This is a major breakthrough for Hydrogen Pro. It demonstrates that our technology is well-suited for large-scale projects, making affordable, reliable, and clean hydrogen widely available to customers, said Elling Nygaard, Chief Executive Officer of Hydrogen Pro. We are proud to partner with Mitsubishi Power in delivering technological advancements to attain a carbon-free hydrogen society. Advanced Storage Hub will support the Intermountain Power Agency's IPP Renewed Project, 
an 840-megawatt hydrogen-capable gas turbine combined cycle power plant that will initially run on a blend of 30% green hydrogen and 70% natural gas starting in 2025 and incrementally expanding to 100% green hydrogen by 2045. According to Mitsubishi Power, this blend of natural gas and hydrogen will reduce carbon emissions by more than 75% when compared to IPA's present operations. This summer, Mitsubishi Power delivered two advanced-class gas turbines for the IPP Renewed Project. Manufactured at Mitsubishi Power's facility in Tagasako, Japan, the turbines will deliver 840 megawatts of net generation output. Mitsubishi Power will provide service and maintenance for the gas turbines under a 20-year long-term service agreement. A pipeline from the ACES Delta Hub will feed the IPP Renew project with hydrogen to operate the turbines. The industrial company, a subsidiary of Kuwait, is the engineering procurement and construction contractor for the project. Expansion of the lower carbon intensity hydrogen supply, along with the development of innovative storage solutions, is critical to the reduction of greenhouse gas emissions, said Knight. At Chevron, we look for projects that are moving the needle in this respect, and advanced storage is an example of a commercially viable project that will help advance a lower carbon future. This episode is sponsored by Ultimate Chemicals. Ultimate Chemicals is the number one chemical and services resource for natural gas compression. Based in Moore, Oklahoma, Ultimate Chemicals produces its products right here in the U.S. The company offers a wide range of products specifically designed for the natural gas industry, including its renowned badass degreaser and the number one cooler cleaner, CC300. Ultimate Chemicals offers the most complete line of cooling system flushes. Ultimate Chemicals has the first and only online store featuring all their products for sale directly from ultimatechemicals.com in sizes ranging from one gallon to a 250 gallon tote. Ultimate Chemicals provides several on-site and in-place services for external fin fans, internal chemical circulation, and a variety of custom formulated chemical circulations for natural gas pipelines and gas plants. Visit ultimatechemicals.com to learn how Ultimate Chemicals can get your coolers clean while saving you time and money. That's ultimatechemicals.com. This episode is also sponsored by Kane's Rotating Machinery Dictionary. With more than 2,000 words and 200 illustrations, Kane's Rotating Machinery Dictionary is designed to help users quickly define and understand frequently used words within the rotating machinery industry. This resource is perfect for anyone needing to identify equipment, processes, and components. Learn more at canesdictionary.com. Now, back to the reading. Sour Compressors Standardizes Orkin Series. Sour adds standardized compressors to its engineered-to-order Orkin series by Brent Haight. Sour Compressors introduced the Sour Orkin series in 2019. The air-cooled, high-pressure series offers oil-lubricated air and gas compressors up to 147 horsepower for final pressures of up to 7,250 PSI and gas boosters with inlet pressures up to 232 PSI. Based on the success of the Sour Orkin series and increased customer demand for specific applications, Sour has introduced four standard type Orkin compressors. The standardized Sour Orkin models include two high pressure compressors for air with maximum final pressures of 5,075 and 7,250 PSI respectively, a high pressure helium compressor with a maximum final pressure of 5,075 PSI, and a high pressure nitrogen booster with a maximum final pressure of 5,075 PSI and a suction pressure of 58 to 116 PSI. During the development of the Sour Orkin series, great attention was paid to the current and future requirements of the gas industry, said William Kester, global head of marketing at Sour Compressors. The first test machines included the commissioning of several helium compressors for high-pressure bottle filling in early 2021. 
These machines have proven themselves well and have resulted in further follow-up orders. In fact, this design forms the basis for the standard Sour Oregon now being introduced. The production-ready models include the same design elements incorporated into the engineered-to-order Orkin units. Based on a modular system, the Sour Orkin series uses Sour Compressor's Cube Cooler cooling system. Cube Cooler features block coolers arranged radially around the combined fan and flywheel. According to Kester, the Cube Cooler enables recooling temperatures that are more than 30% lower than those of conventional cooler configurations. We have placed the cooler in the middle of the unit, between the motor and the compressor, as opposed to being in the front of the unit, as it's been done in previous machines, said Kester. We changed the placement of the cooler to optimize the cooling airflow and used one dedicated cooler per cylinder. That results in a reduction of the recooling temperature by around 30%. In the end, we have a 134 horsepower air-cooled machine that is very compact. All gas compressors and boosters of the series for gases such as nitrogen, helium, natural gas, or hydrogen use a magnetic coupling drive that ensures hermetical gas tightness. Sauer acquired magnetic coupling expert HAUG compressor in from Switzerland in 2016. The acquisition also enabled the Sauer Orkin series to introduce magnetic coupling technology in a high-pressure machine. The Orkin series is hermetically gas-tight, which is a big advantage for explosion-proof environments. Magnetic coupling not only guarantees absolute gas tightness, but it is also extremely low-maintenance and operates with maximum reliability, said Kester. The Sauer Orkin series is optimally equipped with the Sauer ECC 4.0 compressor control, which provides fully automated monitoring and control of compressor functions. The Sauer ECC 4.0 is operated using a 7-inch color touchscreen display. Available in 30 languages, all relevant parameters are visible at a glance, representing visually by pressure gauges and text. In case of faults, the control provides detailed alarm and fault messages, including remedial suggestions. In addition, the software has been completely developed by Sauer, which enables it to be adapted and customized for specific projects. The Sauer ECC 4.0 can connect up to 12 compressors, enabling communication between each unit using standard interfaces. Evolution of technology. The Sauer Orkin series fits between Sauer's air-cooled Hurricane series and the water-cooled 6000 series, expanding the company's high-pressure compressor portfolio up to 7,250 PSI, covering 5 to 308 horsepower. We've been working on the modular concept for more than 10 years, said Kester. It was completely developed from scratch. The first compressors out of this modular concept were the Sauer Levant series for commercial shipping. Used for starting ship engines, these are now the leading compressors for this application, said Kester. After the Levant series came Sauer's Breeze series for medium pressure industrial applications, said Kester. From the Breeze series, we developed the Orkin series, which targets high pressure gas applications. Since its introduction in 2019, Sauer has placed more than 30 Orkin series compressors into service. Most of those were the standard types that are being introduced now, said Kester. A few of those units were engineered to order compressors that will most likely be introduced as standard models within the next few years, as the market demands. For example, standard models for compressed natural gas and hydrogen will follow in the future. MAN Compressor Technology for Unstaffed Production Platforms MAN Energy Solutions has received three orders for a total of seven compressor systems. These will be delivered to the Acker BP operated production platforms, Hugen A and Munin in the Yggdrasil area, and a new production and wellhead platform in the Valhall Field Center, Yggdrasil area. Yggdrasil, situated northwest of Savanger, is a major field development on the Norwegian continental shelf with gross resources of more than 700 million barrels of oil equivalent. The Yggdrasil area will be remotely operated from an integrated operations center and control room on shore of the Stavanger. 
The Munin production platform, which is part of the development, will be designed from the start for crewless operation with neither helicopter deck nor living quarters. Munin's topside will be provided by ABLE, while MAN's scope of work encompasses the delivery of two HOFIM compression units as low-pressure and high-pressure compressors for gas export, as well as a digital solution designed to fulfill the requirements for remote operation. Also in the Yggdrasil area, MAN will supply the Hugen A platform with two HOFIM compression units for gas export, as well as two radial barrel compressor skids as gas lift, and first and second stage recompressors. Gas will be exported through a shared pipeline from Hugen A via Munin to Statpipe and Karstow, while oil will be exported through a shared pipeline from Hugen A to the Grain Oil Pipeline in Sturma Ternalen. The Yggdrasil area platforms are expected to begin production in 2027. Valhall Field The Valhall Field is located about 180 miles off the southern Norway coast, close to the maritime boundary with Denmark, and has produced more than a billion barrels of oil equivalents since starting operation in 1982. The MAN-HOFIM compressor system there will be developed by Valhall PWP Finris, the new platform development project, which will extend the field's lifespan and more than double its gas processing capacity. Production from Finris will significantly increase the gas export from Valhall through the existing Norpipe pipeline to Europe and will more than double Valhall's gas processing capacity, therefore contributing to Norway's long-term capacity for stable energy deliveries to Europe. The compressors. Each HOFIM compressor unit will feature frame size RB45 compressors with an integrated MAN high speed motor size M43. The HOFIM unit for Hugen A features an overhung compression stage on the opposite side of the motor to increase the overall pressure ratio capability. The units will be developed, manufactured, and tested at MAN's facility in Zurich, Switzerland. The HOFIM compressor systems are equipped with remote operation capabilities, enabling the operator to monitor and control the compression system from onshore. Designed specifically for development on unstaffed platforms, our digital solution for compression systems offers a wide array of features. MAM's online performance monitoring app provides real-time insights into system performance, allowing for proactive decision-making and optimization, said Jorik Masopust, head of digital sales and alliances at MAN. Additionally, virtual sensors allow operators to validate measured data in real time, increasing operational efficiency and accuracy. While leveraging machine learning capabilities, the system also continuously learns and adapts to improve performance over time. Moreover, the predictive and prescriptive maintenance feature ensures proactive maintenance planning that minimizes downtime and maximizes productivity. With production and performance optimization functionalities, our digital twin solution unlocks the full potential of compression systems. The HOFIM compressor system is hermetically sealed, oil-free, and uses seven axes active magnetic bearings. The compressor design dispenses with many components typically seen in conventional topside compressor solutions, including a gearbox, lubrication oil system, instrumentation, and valving. The same technology is already in use by MAN subsea compressors operating in Equinor's Asgard field at 784 feet depth with more than 120,000 accumulated running hours without intervention with an availability close to 100%. This unstaffed and remotely operated Munin gas platform represents a leap forward for the energy industry. It not only enhances personnel safety and reduces operating expenditures, but also minimizes the environmental impact of offshore operations, said Basils Weffel. Senior Vice President and Head of Sales and Project Management at MAN. We are extremely honored to be part of these exciting projects and are looking forward to collaborating with operator Acker BP and its strategic partners. IEA's GAS 2023 medium-term market report forecasts slowing global gas demand. 
LNG is expected to make up a larger share of gas supply, with the United States solidifying its status as the world's largest exporting nation, by Walter E. Von Rees. After a decade of unprecedented expansion, the International Energy Agency expects slowing growth in global natural gas demand in the coming years as consumption declines in mature markets. The agency predicts that global gas demand is on course to grow by an average of 1.6% per year between 2022 and 2026, down from an average of 2.5% per year between 2017 and 2021. The IEA's Gas 2023 medium-term market report notes that the advent of the global energy crisis in 2022, triggered by Russia's invasion of Ukraine, has ushered in a different era for global gas markets after their decade of strong growth between 2011 and 2021. IEA believes that overall gas demand for mature markets in Asia-Pacific, Europe, and North America peaked in 2021 and is forecasting a 1% annual decline through to 2026. An accelerated rollout of renewables and improved energy efficiency are among the key drivers behind the downward trend for natural gas in these markets. For Europe, the loss of piped gas from Russia following its invasion of Ukraine pressed governments to seek alternative solutions to maintain energy security. Decreasing demand in mature markets across the world, a collection of countries that represents almost half of global gas consumption, means that growth will be highly concentrated in fast-growing Asian markets, as well as some gas-rich economies in the Middle East and Africa. China alone is expected to account for almost half of the total growth in global gas demand between 2022 and 2026, drawing on the fuel to serve its industrial production, power sector, and urban areas. An increase in the amount of new liquefied natural gas capacity coming online is expected to affect market dynamics in 2025 and 2026 by easing some of the tightness and unlocking price-sensitive demand. Global LNG capacity is expected to expand by 25% between 2022 and 2026, with the United States consolidating its position as the world's largest LNG exporter through the construction of new liquefaction plants. Growth in LNG supply signals a shift to a more globalized gas marketplace, which will improve resiliency and the ability of suppliers and consumers to respond to supply and demand shocks. After its heyday between 2011 and 2021, the world's gas markets have entered a new and more uncertain period that is likely to be characterized by slower growth and higher volatility, and could lead to a peak in global demand by the end of this decade, said Kazuki Satomori, IEA Director of Energy Markets and Security. Different trends are playing out across different regions, with demand declining in mature markets but continuing to grow in emerging and developing economies. We expect a substantial increase in new LNG capacity coming online in the years ahead which should ease some of the tightness and security of supply concerns that markets have been experiencing since Russia started withholding supplies in 2021. While gas prices decreased in the first three quarters of 2023, uncertainty and risks remain for the coming winter in the Northern Hemisphere. Steep demand reductions in Europe and some Asian markets helped reduce strains, but supplies remained tight. The increase in LNG supply was not enough to offset the sharp declines in deliveries of pipeline gas from Russia to Europe. As such, the risk of price volatility, particularly in the event of a cold winter, is cause for concern. Europe's gas storage sites entered the winter heating season at 96% capacity. However, this is no guarantee of stable prices throughout the season, particularly in the event of exceptionally cold weather. In addition, the 2023 medium-term report provides an outlook for the role of low-emissions gases across key regions. The supply of these gases is expected to more than double by 2026 with Europe and North America set to drive this expansion and contribute almost 70% of overall growth. The development of low emissions gases in these markets benefits from a wide range of policies, increasingly sophisticated subsidy schemes, and well-developed interconnected gas networks. Nevertheless, IEA said that further efforts will be required to reach the ambitious targets set both for biomethane and low emissions hydrogen. 
Thanks for listening to the November 2023 edition of GCM on the Go. This episode is sponsored by Ultimate Chemicals. Ultimate Chemicals is the number one chemical and services resource for natural gas compression. Based in Moore, Oklahoma, Ultimate Chemicals produces its products right here in the U.S. The company offers a wide range of products specifically designed for the natural gas industry, including its renowned badass degreaser and the number one cooler cleaner, CC300. Ultimate Chemicals offers the most complete line of cooling system flushes. Ultimate Chemicals has the first and only online store featuring all their products for sale directly from ultimatechemicals.com in sizes ranging from one gallon to a 250 gallon tote. Ultimate Chemicals provides several on-site and in-place services for external fin fans, internal chemical circulation, and a variety of custom formulated chemical circulations for natural gas pipelines and gas plants. Visit ultimatechemicals.com to learn how Ultimate Chemicals can get your coolers clean while saving you time and money. That's ultimatechemicals.com. This episode is also sponsored by Kane's Rotating Machinery Dictionary. With more than 2,000 words and 200 illustrations, Kane's Rotating Machinery Dictionary is designed to help users quickly define and understand frequently used words within the rotating machinery industry. This resource is perfect for anyone needing to identify equipment, processes, and components. Learn more at canesdictionary.com. GCM on the Go is produced by Third Coast Publishing Group. Music by She Plays Trumpet. I'm Danny Felber. Hi, I'm Brent, a producer of GCM on the Go. If you made it this far into the podcast, first and foremost, thank you. We appreciate you listening to the show. Second, be sure to check out Gas Compression Magazine. There's so much more than what you hear in this podcast. Feature articles contain detailed images, charts, tables, maps, and other visuals that they just don't translate to this format. You don't want to miss them. In addition, each issue of Gas Compression Magazine includes monthly columns like contracts and permits, machinery in motion, reliable compression, what went wrong, mergers and markets, hate report, in the news, and so much more. If you've not already done so, be sure to subscribe to the magazine. Not only will you get monthly delivery of Gas Compression Magazine for free, but you can also sign up to get our twice-monthly digital newsletter, receive free access to the GCM Resource Center, and tons of other benefits that come with subscribing. Print, digital, or both, it's always free to subscribe to Gas Compression Magazine. Visit www.gascompressionmagazine.com to learn more and to sign up.